Welcome to Better Food Stories, a show that celebrates real food and the people and companies who make it. I'm Audrea Greenhoff, and in this interview series, I'm sitting down with the entrepreneurs behind some of today's newest and most innovative food brands out there to find out what it really takes to make it in this highly competitive space. Welcome back to Better Food Stories. I am your host, Audrea Greenhoff. First off, I want to say thank you so much for all the great feedback that we received on the last episode with Eugene Kang from Country Archer. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the conversation. I thought Eugene had so much great insight on business, and he was just such a fun person to interview. If you have been enjoying these episodes, please head on over to iTunes and leave a review Every review helps more people discover the podcast and just helps it keep going. And with that, I am excited to introduce you to today's guest, Josh Ehrenfried, who is the founder of Dosha Bar, a mindful snack company inspired by the principles of Ayurveda medicine. In my conversation with Josh, you'll learn how Dosha Bar is helping people discover Ayurveda through food where Josh found the best bang for his buck when it comes to scaling his business, what goes into building a strong brand identity that customers truly resonate with, the biggest challenges for better-for-you food brands in today's industry, and where Josh thinks the food industry has room for improvement. As always, you could check out show notes for this and all the other episodes of the Better Food Stories podcast over at audriagreenhoff.com. Now, on to the episode start with you introducing yourself to our listeners and telling us a little bit about what Dosha Bar is all about. Sure. So Dosha Bar came about, uh, I, I like bars. Uh, they find a, a good, there's a good use for them in our lives. Everybody's so busy and hectic lifestyles, overscheduled and information overload and lots of work. And uh, sometimes you want real food, but you need to eat on the go and um, you need something to fill that void and bars do that really well. Um, I ate some bars, but uh, a lot of them I found too sweet and filled with all kinds of ingredients that I really wasn't that interested in eating, whether they were flavorings, powders from a lab, preservatives. I thought there was an opportunity to create a cleaner bar that digested really easily and wasn't as sweet. Um, I love yoga, have been practicing yoga for, for many, many years now, and um, yoga's grown Oh boy, I mean, I think there were, the, the last study that I saw, there were maybe 15 or 16 million yoga practitioners in 2008, and I think we're up to maybe 40 million um, now, so astronomical growth and uh, whole brands that didn't exist 20 years ago, uh, or barely did, like Lululemon are now, you know, practically empires, and there was no brand that really uh, spoke to people who have a mindset that... Um, uh, of doing good and self-improvement, uh, as a lot of yogis, I think, have. And so I felt like there was a, an opportunity to fill that void uh, with a brand uh, that, uh, that had clean, tasty food bars uh, made from real food that also was inspired by, um, by Ayurveda. And so Ayurveda is this ancient healing system. It means knowledge of life in Sanskrit. It's 5,000 years old. And it's yoga sister science. And the idea behind Ayurveda is all about understanding yourself and how we fit with nature so um, we can understand what's best for us. Different kinds of foods, different activities, different lifestyle choices are better for different people and different times of the year. 
when it's cool outside, you, you mentioned, you know, as we were getting ready to talk that um, I'm up in Boston and it was single digits this morning here uh, in January. And you said you're down in Miami and uh, it was 41 this morning in Miami and it's so cold. Uh, that kind of weather, you don't want to have uh, a nice cold water or, um, you know, uh, cooling spices and foods. You want something that's warming. Um, and uh, something that's heavier, those kinds of foods. And so Ayurveda has so much knowledge, so much that we can learn from it, and um, and that's where the inspiration for dosha bar came from. So now we've got these three dosha bars, um, cherry, which you mentioned is your favorite, blueberry, uh, and apple cranberry, also very delicious, all made with different ingredient combinations uh, to uh, balance the doshas, to be inspired by balancing the doshas, these three mind-body types that are uh, a part of the framework behind Ayurveda. And, um, and that's really the, uh, the inspiration for the brand. We've got a nine-question dosha quiz on our website that lets you find out your dominant dosha uh, by asking you some fun, engaging questions like a personality quiz. And it tells you your dominant dosha with a bunch of life balance tips. Yes, and I took the quiz. Um, I got vata. So tell nice. me a little bit about that. What are the different um, kind of sure. traits of each of the doshas? Sure. So there's three doshas, vata, V-A-T-A, pitta, P-I-T-T-A, and kapha, K-A-P-H-A. Um, and uh, sometimes pronounced slightly differently depending on who's pronouncing it. Um, the, uh, the inspiration for the doshas, of course, as I mentioned, is this 5,000-year-old healing system, Ayurveda. Um, there's... Um, elements that are there's a few ways we can we can describe the doshas so one of them would be kind of their uh their foundation in nature um vata is represented by air and space pitta by fire and water and kapha by earth and water and so the idea is that the different elements exist everywhere within nature uh in the times of the day in the seasons and within each of us as individuals and so um if you think about vata representing air and space, the uh, air is hard to grasp, space is uh, infinite, and so people who would be dominant in vata, for example, um, would have qualities that one might associate with those uh, natural qualities. People who are energetic, lively, sociable, um, and uh, you know, friendly, people who might... Uh, take on too many projects, not finish them if they're out of balance because they're just so excited to conquer the world and uh, by doing so many different creative outlets. Um, so those are some qualities to Vata, at least mentally. You could have one dominant uh, uh, mental type uh, and one dominant physical type. So physically, uh, that I just kind of described Vata mentally, but physically, Vatas tend to be more taller, thinner um, body types. Uh, and then Pittas tend to be more, uh, if you think about fire and water, think about uh, fire being that efficiency and competitiveness, that, you know, that heat to get things done and do them right and do them meticulously. Um, and... Um, and, uh, you know, water to, to do it, you know, not in a scattershot way that Avata might per se, but to do it in a more focused, methodical way, um, you know, getting things done. Um, the, uh, and Pittas tend to be a body type of more of a moderate build or muscular type. Kapha tends to be a, a broader body type, not necessarily heavy, 
um, but you know, broader build. And then um, mentally tend to be kind, loving, supportive people, earth and water. The earth is very grounding. The water is, it moves slowly and kaphas don't move terribly fast mentally uh, or uh, physically. But, um, but coming with that is somebody who could be very easygoing. You know, somebody who, um, you know, might be like, hey, you know, we're going out to dinner tonight. What do you want? And uh, uh, and then you say, well, how about these places? And they're like, well, whatever you want. You know, so yeah. um, there's uh, there's no right dosha to to be and there's no right balance. And the truth is we're a balance of all three. Uh, and it's just about understanding who you are and understanding how you can be your best self. And Ayurveda provides a lot of frameworks for uh, and tips for doing that. That's really cool. I love that. Which one are you? Which is your most dominant one? Yeah, I'm I'm Vata Pitta dominant. Ooh, so okay. you know, I'm I'm creative. I love people, um, and uh, that's those are some of the qualities. And I'm a, a very Vata body type. You know, I'm I'm tall and thin. Um, so that's my Vata, my Pitta. You know, if you look in my my closets, meticulously organized and you know color coded uh, clothing. Not not to a you know, to a crazy level you might see in a movie or something, but pretty, pretty organized. Uh, that's how I like to be. And, uh, and I really love to win. I, um, I'm very competitive. That's awesome. So I see that you guys are available. So Joshua bars are available through your website. You guys are also available at a number of different Whole Foods. Uh, when yeah. you first started, where were customers finding you and how is that differed from where you are now? So starting a business is really hard, as anybody who's done it uh, knows. But um, and we've evolved over time. Right now, uh, you can buy us in uh, in few hundred outlets, mostly uh, northeast based uh, in the U.S. In terms of bricks and mortar places, we're in um, about thirty Whole Foods. We're in. Um, uh, about 70 or 71 big Y stores, which is the, the fourth largest grocer in New England. Um, and we're in uh, just this month. I'm excited to tell your, your your listeners that you can find us in Fairway Markets, which is a, a really wow. wonderful grocer uh, that uh, is in the New York City area. So they're in New York uh, City, in Manhattan, in Brooklyn, and uh, Westchester, a few in Connecticut and New Jersey as well. Um, and then we're in a ton of independent places. If there's... Um, you know, juiceries, coffee shops listening that are interested in carrying us, they can contact us, uh, you know, sales at doshabar.com or through our website. But, um, and then we're available on Amazon and on online at doshabar.com. How has it changed over the years? Um, you know, we were about three years old, um, out of the gates. Uh, one of the strategies that I had hoped that we would really, um, gain a lot of traction with that, that didn't pan out uh, as we had hoped was was selling our bars and yoga studios um, because uh, part of our target market is that um, you know that healthy um, minded yoga practitioner um, we thought that'd be a great place to sell our bars but besides the fact that there's a, a zillion and one uh, mom and pop stores uh, studios rather that um, uh, make it hard to you know, gain traction, um, without uh, a ton of effort, you know, to reach all of those different owners, the, um, 
people go in and out of a yoga studio, often without their wallet, often without a credit card, just kind of scanning a pass in and out, you know, coming, going to breakfast or to lunch afterwards. And so it's not a great place to sell food. But um, I think that would be the, the biggest change that I think about right now. We've also focused more as we've gotten a grasp on what model works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've focused more on getting into bigger grocery stores and you're going to start seeing us uh, expanding around the country uh, within the next year or two. Um, probably still, you know, coming out of, of that Northeast area, but that's how we've changed. Yeah. And you have three different flavor combinations right now. Were these the Correct. same ones that you started with or have those evolved as well? No, those are the original flavors. We're, we've got some new ones that uh, should be out later later this year um, that I'm really excited about. Um, not can't can't let the cat out of the bag on those, but uh, but really excited about them. Um, the uh, the flavor combinations. Uh, it probably is worth noting how that works with the doshas. The um, there's six tastes in Ayurveda: uh, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, pungent, and astringent. And three of those six tastes balance each one of the doshas. So the easiest example that I like to give, because it's easiest to grasp for most American palates, who, uh, is that uh, vata is balanced by sweet, sour, and salty tastes. And so those are the those are the tastes that you get in that cherry chakra dosha bar, which is balancing to vata. That one was definitely my favorite. I thought they were all good, but there was something Thanks. about that one that I liked the best. Awesome. I find that one really smooth. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got, there's no nuts in our bars, um, or oats. So it's got a different texture. It's chewy with a little crunch and that one's not too sweet. There's some sesame seeds in there that I find very nourishing, which is, uh, is good and grounding for Vata and all that, all that, uh, energy that Vata has. Yeah. Did you run into any, so, you know, a lot of the people who do listen to this podcast are either new food business owners or people who are toying with the idea of starting a food business. A lot of the guests that I've had have talked about their challenges with, um, you know, producing the food products. A lot of them started in their own kitchens. So how did that work when you first started making the dosha bars to how are you making them now? Yeah, so that's a great question. I... I love food. I love healthy food. I've, uh, I've cooked since I was four or five years old. And, um, so it shouldn't come as a surprise that I started in my kitchen as well. Um, I, I never made them in mass in my kitchen, but in terms of trying to figure out what the right formulation was, what kind of ingredients to put into it, uh, that came out of my kitchen. Um, and, um, so today, uh, and for the better part of our, our, Life, dosha bars have been produced in a in a high safety, uh, high food safety quality uh, manufacturing facility. So uh, known as a co-packer in the industry, or you know a contract manufacturer. And so you know, I always wanted the brand to look very professional. I, I it wasn't nothing against it, but for for me, I wanted this brand to look um, uh, just you know fully polished and professional and be scalable out of the gates and, and the only way to do that with a bar um, with all this crazy machinery that occupies the space of almost a football field um, it's uh, that was the way to go for for Dosha bar yeah. so I want to talk about branding from a minute I love that your brand you really have a strong identity which was one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on to talk to you more 
Talk yeah. to me a little bit about your core brand message and how has that affected everything that you're doing from your website to your social media presence to your packaging? Um, you know, how has that brand identity and message kind of trickled into all those mediums? Yeah, completely. Uh, it completely does. I mean, I, I have a I have a background in, in brand management. I've got a, a master's in business from the University of Michigan. Go Blue. Um, so Tom Brady uh, take us uh, past the championship last night. Uh, <laughs> I Michigan know. Um, and um, our basketball team's doing great too. Very, very big basketball fan. I, in fact, people don't know about me. Big, big Michigan basketball fan. Anyways, um, so. Um, Branding is really important. I think a good brand should have aspirational qualities, should make people feel uplifted and want to um, either feel good or do good or both. And um, and I when I looked at the, the bar category, and even if you look at a lot of food brands, they could be great food, but they don't necessarily have brands that do that. And it's really hard to do that. And... Um, so my hope is that uh, Doshi Bar not only you know fills people's bellies with something that uh, is real food that digests slowly and easily um, because there aren't all those you know flavorings, powders, and preservatives and weird sweeteners that the FDA considers natural, but a lot of us don't. And um, and uh, at the same time, you know the message of Ayurveda about self self awareness and self improvement. Um, learning about yourself through this framework and digging deeper is a really special thing. There have been people who uh, did not know anything about Ayurveda before finding Dosha Bar, and, um, and it's been a little bit of a gateway for them. They've then ended up picking up a, a book. Um, there's some wonderful Ayurveda cookbooks out there. Um, there's um, a woman out of Boston named Kate O'Donnell who has written some, some wonderful books based on the uh, cooking for the seasons with Ayurvedic inspirations. Uh, there's a book, uh, there's a woman who's a wonderful chef uh, uh, named Divya Alter of New York City who is doing great things uh, at her restaurant uh, as well as uh, a book that she wrote about uh, eating for how you feel. And um, and that's really what uh, what the Dosha brand's about, is about you, know, you and me and everybody out there listening to try to get to know who they are and be their best self through food and, and through other outlets, activities and lifestyle choices that we all can make throughout our lives. Yeah. What do you think is most exciting about today's food industry? I mean, I think that there's been some change over the last decade or so with more companies like yours going back to the basics when it comes to ingredients. What do you think is most exciting and where do you think there might still be room for us to improve? Yeah, so um, I'm I'm really excited about the. There's so many new brands all the time, and it's really exciting to see different things and and try them. And some of them, the brands or the products or both, are really really wonderful uh, tasting and uh, and or exciting um, from that kind of psychological uh, or behavioral kind of perspective uh, that a brand can do. And um, um, so, so that's really exciting. There's, there's no shortage of, of new brands. Uh, it's interesting to see how fads kind of come and go and how the, the media, these tipping points kind of, you know, uh, like Malcolm Gladwell talked about years ago, kind of 
come in, in waves and you have these waves, you know, back in the nineties of fat free. And then you've got the low carb craze. And then, you know, there was this, you know, we're still kind of in the midst of this, the, the paleo craze, although it's faded a little bit and been replaced by keto, which yeah. is maybe paleo second generation a little bit. Um, I find paleo kind of interesting because they, uh, the whole idea evolved into eating lots of, uh, lots of animal products, you know, for protein. Um, and, uh, it's ironic that, you know, they've done studies, uh, in the last year or two showing that the people in paleolithic times didn't eat that stuff, that it was mostly fruit yeah. and seeds and nuts and things like you find in a dosha bar, really simple things, which makes sense. I mean, how hard would it be to spear an animal or something like that? And you wouldn't do that every day. And there were no refrigerators to keep it, you know, uh, stable and anyways, but, um, there is a challenge doing something like what we're doing because it's more expensive, honestly. You know, anybody who looks at buying our bars will notice that the, the cost is higher than your average bar. It doesn't set the high watermark. It's not the most expensive bar out there, uh, and I don't want it to be, and I'd, I'd love to bring the price down over the years, uh, but uh, over time. But for the time being, you know, we're using organic unsweetened fruit. Nobody uses organic unsweetened fruit. It's almost all not organic, so you've got exposure to pesticides. And um, most of it is also up to 50% added sugar, you know, whether it's, you know, 25, 35, 45% added apple juice concentrate or sugar, which makes the product chewier, it preserves it longer, and it makes it really sweet. And um, sweet is what a lot of consumers in the U.S. go for and eat very easily. And it also is really cheap. So if you think about, just use easy numbers, if if 50% of your cranberry is added sugar, um, and 50% is cranberry. When we're buying 100% cranberry, it's costing us 50% more because sugar is really dirt cheap. Um, so, so that's one of the key drivers of cost. Doing organic in general with our seeds and other, um, you know, all of our ingredients. There's a premium that we pay for that 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 needs to go on. So it's harder to do it. And when you walk around the grocery store, um, and there's a reason that there's been so much success with Whole30. Um, because uh, you're not eating packaged food. And most packaged food, it's made with very refined ingredients, unlike what dosha bar is made of. So that's why we're really different. Um, and um, so it's it's definitely an interesting place. I see a lot of people try our bars, and they're like, wow, like this, this doesn't taste anything like what I would have expected. And, and we love that. We love hearing those things and yummy noises at our demos. Um, because it tastes so different than other bars out there, which is hard to believe because there's so many bars out there. Yeah. Um, so um, anyways, we, we hope you guys, uh, you know, listening, give them a try and see how different they taste for yourself. But uh, it's, a, it's an exciting business to be in. Um, I certainly hope that the um, that people continue to eat more and more real food. Um, the topic of sweeteners is something that um, I'm very passionate about. I, I feel you know, sugar's villainized so much right now. And while sugar is is not great for you in excess, I personally feel like a little bit of sugar is not going to do great harm um, as long as it's in moderation. And there's been studies that hopefully will get out there that have demonstrated that uh, these quote-unquote natural sweeteners, as they're considered by the FDA, whether it's sucralose, a.k.a. Splenda, uh, erythritol, um, stevia as well. Um, all of those have been demonstrated in scientific studies to suppress good bacteria in your gut, which 
doesn't lead to a healthy, balanced body. And um, there's that's the next horizon that I'm really excited about, honestly, um, to kind of come back to that original impetus for your question is, is that idea of, of exploring the, the gut biome is, is just super exciting to me. Um, there's been a lot of damage to our bodies over the years from a lot of, a lot of different places unintentionally and the, the possibility of repairing some of those things through, through advances is really exciting. Yeah, and it's. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's something that I've been reading a lot about too, um, especially. I don't think a lot of those sweeteners taste really great, number one. And yeah. number two, it's something I've been exploring because I was taken off um, sugar for some time. I have a lot of like skin issues, um, mm-hmm. so I suffer from psoriasis and eczema mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So one of the things that I've been exploring to get off of having to take medication for it is to, you know, change the diet. And so there is so much that I'm learning now about the gut and how everything starts there. And, you know, definitely eliminating the sugar, not completely, but there's been periods of time that I have. So it's really interesting. I've gone like deep into research about it. Yeah, we really are what we eat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's, it sounds really hokey when you're, you know, you're a fifth grader and you, know, you joke around about, oh, you know, you're, you're like, uh, look at me, I'm an apple or whatever. You know, like you take it too literally. But if you think about the way that our bodies work and what our, our bodies are really trained to do, uh, it's not to digest a lot of these things that, yeah. that are in our food now, whether, you know, and some of the things that are so heavily refined, just they don't leave us feeling optimally. I don't think. And, uh, and so I hope that people continue to be more mindful of how they feel when they eat dosha bars or any other food, because uh, a lot of the time when you eat mindlessly, um, you just kind of, you're just going through the motions and that's not, you know, that's not how I, I'd want anybody to, to live, a, live a life or whether it's in a moment of our day or, or longer term. Yeah, and your palate completely changes too. I've found yes. slowly my palate has changed, and I used to be heavily addicted to sugar, just loved putting extra sugar in everything, right. and um, it's changed. So now, you know, something that may have tasted bitter to me before now is actually, you know, tastes a little bit sweet. So it's crazy how yeah. fast your palate can change too. Completely, and, and Ayurveda, you know, I would encourage people to explore all of those tastes, you know, the sweet, sour salty, bitter, pungent, and astringent, you know, there's a, there's a world of flavor out there and you don't need to, you know, Indian food, I love Indian food, but you don't need to eat Indian food to explore all those tastes. They exist, you know, very basic things, you know, um, bitter things, you know, all of, a lot of uh, leafy greens, different kinds of them, whether it's, you know, spinach or collard greens or kale or broccolini or any of those things, um, astringent things. I mean, something as simple as, uh, oats or beans, those are astringent um, and drying, uh, things that we don't want to eat when the weather is very dry like it is now in January, right? Um, not At least not without some lubrication along with them, you know, whether it be ghee or coconut oil or something like that. Um, and uh, pomegranates are also really astringent, you know? Um, and then pungent things are things like um, onions and peppers, spicy peppers and garlic um, things that not everybody should eat at all times, but when you want some kind of warming qualities, um, those can can certainly do it. 
and uh, sweet's not the only taste, like you said. Definitely, definitely. I'm, and I'm glad you're getting away from it. You know, yes. there's a, there's a, in terms of skincare, I mean, the food that we eat definitely influences how our skin looks and feels. And um, uh, in addition to that, you know, there was a, an Ayurvedic teacher once that I was listening to who she explained it really well that, um, you know, there's so many cosmetic products, especially women uh, in their, you know, in their medicine cabinets and on their mm-hmm. counters. But, uh, but for men too, we put all kinds of things on our body. And um, this teacher said that uh, Ayurveda believes that our skin uh, you know, it's an organ too, and it eats just the way that we eat through our mouth. Our skin eats through, through itself, and so we shouldn't put things on our skin that we wouldn't put in our mouth. And so that's a very different concept for a lot of people. But if you think about it, that's uh, there's a lot of perfectly good um, um, moisturizers that are very natural, whether they be sesame or almond oils or um, you know or olive or coconut uh, that can be really good for your skin at different for different people depending on your dosha or depending on the the season and climate you're in yeah and that's another um that's kind of like the next step that i'm going into right now um it's pretty cool yeah it's crazy it really is and it makes so much sense especially um you know it's it's a shame yeah i can go into a whole other tangent about you know, our, you know, medicine and the medical industry, because everyone just wants to be like, here, take this medication, and then your skin will be better. But, um, you know, there's other other ways to to do that, too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not by any means anti medication, or anti Western medicine. But I do think that um, medicine is often prescribed a little too, uh, too easily by by doctors. And it's uh, you know, you got to think twice before you just pop a pill for a solution. Totally. And a lot of the time, I think we, when we do pop pills for you know, uh, you know, when we get prescriptions for um, solutions, they they might solve one thing, but they create another problem. And so, it's uh, something we just I think people should be, you know, I think people are growingly cognizant of that, and sure. that's that's really exciting and wonderful. Sure. I want to talk um, before we wrap up a little bit about your journey. And, um, you know, you mentioned you have a background in branding. What were you doing before Dosha Bar? And was being an entrepreneur something that you always imagined for yourself? So I've had a a few careers. Um, I've worked in strategy consulting, brand management. I've worked in finance and, and now doing this. And uh, all of those careers have been great in different ways um, and wonderful people and companies I've worked with and for. Um, when I was a, a little kid, you know, I, I had a few different things that I wanted to be when I grew up, so to speak. And, um, you know, maybe that was my, my thought aside, right? I was changing different, different ideas. But, you know, I wanted to, my father grew up in San Diego and uh, at one point I wanted to own a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and, uh, I love Mexican food. Um, in addition, I, uh, I wanted to be an inventor, and that's kind of what I'm doing now. I, and yeah. I, I have some uh, grandparents who are, are no longer with us uh, uh, who were in the grocery business, ironically, and maybe it skipped a generation since I'm, I'm kind of in that now. Um, but uh, so but I'm, cool. I'm really excited to be able to express my own creativity and try to do something good for people with our dosha bars. Um and uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, but there, there, 
you know, not only are they organic, but they're also gluten-free, they're dairy-free, they're soy-free. Um, uh, there's no oats and no nuts, although we're produced um, very mindfully in a, in a facility that does produce other products with those things. Um, on that's awesome. you know equipment that's washed with hot soap and water in between, you know, making anything with those those ingredients. But so it's very flexible for a lot of different people with sensitivities to, to various ingredients as well. Yeah, and you mentioned they're safe for for schools too. So many schools right now are nut free facilities um, because of so many allergies. So that's great. Yeah, so many schools are looking for dairy free and nut free products and. You know, some of them are so particular that they require the facility to be nut free, in which case we wouldn't qualify. Mm -hmm. um, but but for the most part, I think a lot of them are practical that there are far and few between um, facilities that are that meet those specifications. And they recognize that, uh, I mean, we're, we're in the high, very highest uh, qualification for food safety. Um, the facility is, is meets that standard. So, um, you know, there's a... a a low risk of, of contamination to any of those things. And like I said, none of the ingredients are, are include any of those dairy or, or nut products. That's fantastic. Well, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you again for joining me today. Before I let you go, I have some, I do some fun rapid fire kind of style questions with all my guests. Are you up? Sure. Awesome. Okay. So number one, what is your favorite day of the week and why? My favorite day of the week. Um, I gotta say, I I, I probably am gonna go with uh, with Saturday. I it's a uh, you know I'm not always working on the weekends and Saturday morning. It's just wonderful to wake up and I've got two little kids who are really near and dear to, to me and uh, to know that I can spend the morning with them and with my wife is pretty special. Oh, how old are your little ones? Three and five. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're super cute. Love it. Number two, what's the last TV show or movie that you watched? Well, I watched uh, some football last night, um, and I uh, was happy to see the Patriots win. Um, but uh, but the last movie I watched, I watched uh, Star is Born uh, last week, and um, oh. that was a, a tearjerker, I guess you could I say. I heard um, that it's very, very moving. It's on my list, but I hear that it's sad, so I have to maybe it, be prepared. Yeah, it, it, it definitely takes a sad turn. It's It's... It's always inspirational to see people like the title characters who um, who were like the two stars there who yeah. were just doing what they were born to do. And I think everybody wants to do something like that uh, to find their, their perfect calling. And so it's, it's, it's really pretty special to see movies like that. And I thought they did a great job on that, both Lady Gaga and um, Bradley Cooper. Number three, if you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? Three foods. Um, I mean, I love Indian food and uh, I love dal, you know, different kinds of lentil dishes. Mm -hmm. So I think I'd throw that in there. I really love fish tacos. So a really good fish taco would be uh, maybe put that up in the list. Um, and I, I'll throw dosha bars in there because, you know, they're, they're really wonderful too. And, uh, uh, always good to have one of those to keep me satiated when I'm, uh, when I'm running around a little too heavily and, uh, or they go great with a salad or a yogurt as well. So. Cool. And number four, what's one thing most people would never guess about you? Uh, one thing that people wouldn't guess about me, I, I think, you know, on the topic of food, I, I didn't grow up eating the way that I eat today. My diet today is, is predominantly 
um, whole food plant-based, um, great book, by the way, plug for, uh, uh, you know, it's plenty bestseller. They don't need my help selling it, but, uh, the, the, the China study, mm-hmm. um, is a wonderful book on, uh, the benefits of plant-based eating, but not just quote unquote vegan, because you could be eating vegan and eat tons of refined cookies sure. and crackers and chips and all that stuff, which, um, or cereal and stuff like that, which, uh, in isolation and moderation may not be the worst thing, but, uh, a diet full of that stuff would not leave you feeling very, uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whole food plant-based, uh, they've done so much research, the, the writers, lifelong researchers in, um, uh, in the field of nutrition for the government, for companies and for universities, uh, T Colin Campbell and his son. And, um, just wonderful research to show the, that, uh, we're less likely to have heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, and lots of other degenerative diseases if we eat whole food plant-based. So um, I hope, uh, did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah. And finally, where can people learn more about you and Dosha Bar? I mean, I've done uh, a few interviews like this. Um, I'm so excited. This is my first podcast, so you'll always have a special place in my awesome. heart. Um, and um, so... You know, in terms of learning more about Dosha Bar, I would go first go take our Dosha Bar quiz. Just Google Dosha Bar quiz, and that'll take you right to our quiz, or you can click the second slider on our homepage. It's a man looking at the mountains. It's only going to take you three, four minutes. Just to answer these nine simple, engaging, fun questions, and it'll tell you your dominant dosha, give you some life balance tips. If you like that, um, maybe you'll order one of these cookbooks, like I said, and get more into Ayurveda or take a deeper dive uh, dosha quiz online. There's some good ones. Life Spa, Banyan Botanicals, and Chopra.com will have really good longer ones, you know, maybe 50 questions or something like that. Um, but, uh, but and then give us a try. We, we are. Uh, you can buy a sample pack from our website. Um, pretty soon, um, I mentioned we're for sale on Amazon right now. You can only buy boxes there as of today. Um, but within the next few weeks, we're hoping to put up some uh, some samples that you can buy a variety pack of you know just three or four bars or uh, nine or twelve mixed flavors um, instead of kind of committing to a, a full box of twelve of the same flavor on Amazon. So um, keep an eye there and. Um, and I'll put up a, 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 a discount code for you as well. Fantastic. Um, maybe, we maybe we'll that. call it, uh, I don't know, Adria20, maybe. Awesome. And, that um, good. and so people can go on to doshabar.com and get 20% off by using that code. Um, Fantastic. Starting by the day you post this uh, podcast. We'll make that happen. Perfect. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview. If you want to check out more interviews in the Better Food Stories series, you can follow me at Audrea Greenhoff on Medium or visit AudreaGreenhoff.com. I'm also Audrea Greenhoff on Twitter and Instagram. 